Does it not blow your mind to think that God hears the words of humanity, human beings, and that those words start impacting a realm that we can't quite see? Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. Well, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. We're so glad to have you. I'm Bill Eliff, and uh, my tr- <laughs> trusty sidekick is oh, why you uh, laugh when you say cowering. that. <laughs> I don't know you, you. You something about you, man, just uh, makes me smile. Amen. Uh, Amen. I, I just you. I love being with you, and I love being on this podcast with you. Kyle and I have served together and and pastoring together, and. And uh, now he's pastoring uh, down in uh, Mississippi, and I'm still here in Arkansas. And we're both involved with One Cry and, and have a great passion uh, for nationwide movements and worldwide movements that would change the world. And in that light, uh, we're talking about on these podcasts for the next few weeks about prayer that just mm-hmm. changes stuff, yeah. that just changes things, that makes a difference. And uh, you know, Kyle, I thought a lot about the incredible fact that God really wants to bring heaven down to earth, doesn't he? Right. I mean, he says yeah. to pray that, that kingdom come, hmm. that will be done on earth as is being done in heaven. That's a. That, do you think people understand that that's, that can really happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that invitation has been given. Like it blows my mind. When you really slow down and you read the scripture enough, it's not just informational, <clears throat> but God has sent forth an invitation to humanity to come and talk with Him. Like I said, that's a wild thought that we sort of religiously move past. And so I don't, I don't, I don't think we heed the invitation. I, if if you got an no. invitation in the mail today, Bill, from somebody that you really respect and admire to come and sit down and eat dinner with them. And to have a, a in, an individual time, well, you treasure that invitation. Yet yeah. God has invited us. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't treat it lightly. You wouldn't you wouldn't mm. despise it or disregard it. You know, you would honor that. Right. And God has invited us literally into mm-hmm. His throne room right. uh, to be with Him. Number one, but also right. to see stuff happen. Yeah, that's that, right. That on this earth, it needs to happen as right. we prepare for the eternal kingdom. And yeah. I know you're going to walk us into. There's a guy in the Old Testament that just saw this. Yeah, so incredible, man! What a yeah. what a man of God he was, and yeah. how he changed his world. So walk us into that, Kyle. Yeah. Well, Daniel, let's talk about the book of Daniel, Bill. First of all, I, I think every time we've ever preached around it, I, uh, I came to you and be like, hey, now help me understand this one more time. Because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Daniel has some some very mystical, supernatural, I mean, unbelievable parts to it. I mean, there, there's prophecy, there's things that, that our mind just can't quite grasp. And there's some sneak peeks. And uh, But I think we, we get lost in that sometimes and, and we miss some pictures. That some things that God's saying, I want you to really see this. I really want you to see this because in your time and space on this planet, you're going to need some practices. And so if we want to pray the kinds of prayers that change things, that change stuff, I think we can learn from Daniel. It says in Daniel 10, verse 2, I'm going to give you several passages, and then Bill and I are going to interact around it. It says, in those days, Daniel was mourning 
for three weeks. That's pretty practical. I mean, it's telling you specifics. For three weeks, he was mourning. He said, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. A lot of us, uh, this has been a place in Scripture where God has called us to 21 days of intentional prayer and fasting. Uh, this is a place that many of us has even seen in the Scripture. The We're going to lay aside certain foods for a specific season to give focus and to feel something, to feel. And I, I know, Bill, that the Lord's taught us a lot about fasting, that fasting is many things, but at the very least, it's setting aside some things in our life to set apart time to be with God. The season we're in when we're recording this is we're moving toward the first of the year, and I believe that there's a supernatural movement uh, in our nation right now where people are giving, like that, that prayer and fasting is becoming a part of our calendar as a church family, which is awesome, awesome. We run through it and, and tell you, I want you to see the response, and we'll talk about it. It goes on to tell you the season, and then in that, verse 5, he lifted up his eyes, and he looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen with a belt of fine gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of a lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and his legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them. They didn't see him, but they felt him. And they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed. And I retained no strength. And then I heard the sound of his words. Man, that gets me. I heard the sound of his words. And as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and sent me trembling on my hands and knees. And I, he said to me, oh, Daniel, man greatly loved. Understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For now I have I have sent to you, I have been sent to you. And when he spoke these words to me, I stood up trembling. And, th and this is what it says. Then he said to me, fear not. From the first day you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before your God. Your words have been heard and I have become, I have come because of your words. And the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. But Michael one of the chief princes came to help me, for I was left there with the king of per kings of Persia and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is for the days yet to come. TV timeout. Man, there I, you could preach four or five messages inside mm -hmm. of that. You got this supernatural movement of God moment that Daniel has in the presence of God. And I would start just with this. One, all this happens because Daniel made a decision to get into the presence of God, right. to position himself for 21 days to hear from God, to make requests, to mourn. And then the backside of this, and Bill, I'll just kick it to you, man. The backside of this, you, then you have this moment where Daniel's getting to find out what's happening in the heavenly realms. And, 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 what, and what the Lord is teaching us, that prayer starts changing stuff the moment we pray. Mm. And that the moment Daniel prayed, 
stuff started happening in the heavenly realms. He's not experiencing it to this 21st day. You know, he's not experiencing to this moment. But the moment that he gets revelation, he says, I want you to know, Daniel, for the first, from the moment you humbled yourself, from the moment you prayed, a war started happening. A war started happening in that spiritual realm where there's principalities of darkness and evil, all those things. So I, just to build, does it not blow your mind to think that God hears the words of humanity, human beings, and that those words start impacting a realm that we can't quite see. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think we. I know we don't get that. We right. we don't think that God would have that kind of regard for us. Right. And and uh, as you were reading that passage, it just says he heard his words. Yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness. Yeah, God hears my words in prayer, yeah. wow. and not only did He hear His words in in prayer, He responded to His yeah. His words in prayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, you know, Kyle, there, there's a a lot of things that God's going to do regardless, but there's some things that God's not going to do unless we pray. You that's have not exactly because right. you because you ask not, mm -hmm. and that's a very clear principle. But yeah. He has given us this joint uh, responsibility and privilege to see things changed. And, and part of that begins by us seeing a need. I'm mm. sure he's initiating that before we even sure. have that thought, but we see this need and then we come to him and begin to speak to him mm -hmm. and he has regard for that. Right. And uh, it's, it's just, that's mind boggling, you know, mm. and, and there's, what's interesting is there's this delayed reaction and I'm sure Daniel thought, well, I don't know if God's answering this prayer, mm. you know, right. <laughs> but sure enough, it was, yeah. it was happening. Well, you think, I, I mean, there's so much that plays into this. And I would just encourage, I mean, God has Bill Elif positioned on the wall of, of prayer in Little Rock, Arkansas. God has placed me in Brandon, Mississippi. He's placed, he's placed every one of the listeners in specific places in a specific time. And this is what I, I don't, I think this gives us a glimpse, and I'm not going to go beyond what the scripture's saying, but it, I know this much, that there was a war that started being waged in a spiritual realm where Daniel had been sent by God the moment he started praying. And that war was not happening that way until he started praying like that. That's a, that's a, the Bible showing us that. The Bible is showing yeah. us that, that spiritual activity started happening the moment he started praying. So as you look across the landscape of our nation, just imagine if we all start praying at our post, what that what kind of work that invites. What what, what, know, what it shows how desperate. Go ahead. You know, Kyle, we've talked about this before right now in our nation, uh, and I can't, I've, I've tried, I, I know there are some churches that began kind of doing this, but there, there are thousands of churches that are beginning every year with 21 days of fasting and prayer. Right. It wasn't like a big national campaign, but it's just been growing and growing. Right. I know here in Arkansas, Right. In our church, we, we have done this for the past uh, number of years, and 
across the state, many churches have joined us in that. Even in our own denomination, we kind of, as a denomination, we've done this, uh, 21 days of fasting and prayer. I, I just want to, and now our people can't wait for this moment yeah. to roll around because they know what it will do spiritually and and they look forward to taking that time to setting it apart just to meet with the Lord in a more deliberate way. But but Kyle, talk to us a minute because it it that's a choice. Yeah. And fasting, we we have, you know, we've kind of just lost fasting to the spiritual disciplines. But mm -hmm. Jesus didn't say, now if you happen to fast, he said when mm -hmm. you fast. Right. He assumed that we would do that. And there's something about the deliberate discipline of laying something aside to clear the way for yeah. your communication with God that in my life, I can almost trace every great spiritual marker to times of fast. Some, somehow fasting has been involved in most of those times. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I, you know what book I picked up the other day, Bill, and I felt honestly prompted by God to reread is the transformative power of prayer and fasting by Bill Bright. Yeah. And uh, it came out of his, is the compliment to his first book, uh, The Coming Revival, uh, you know, that he wrote about fasting, 40 days of prayer and fasting. And I just looked, man, and I, I probably read that book almost 20 years ago now. And I saw those old marks in it, and, and it just filled my eyes with tears. And I thought, I, I, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for what God's done in me in seasons of prayer and fasting, I That's sure right. wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I'm sure I sure wouldn't have been able to see by God's grace, the change. My family's been formed through fasting. My, my, my ministry, my, my everything of anything that I can mark, because that's the place where, where we get guys. One of the primary ways that we get serious with God about stuff. It's one of the primary ways we say, God, my life, my ministry, our city, our, our nation. And I think when Daniel does this, I, I, I just can't imagine what's in the heart of God. When Daniel gets this serious about what's going on in, in this specific moment in time, so much so he stirs the heavenlies. Yeah. <laughs> he starts. He starts changing the spiritual climate, and he then the angels gets the yeah. host of heaven going, <laughs> and then gives him a word. Like yeah. that, 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 you said this, and I, I thought, man, there's two. I, I would love to spend some more time and say, he hears Daniel's words, and then Daniel hears God's. Yeah. Like in it, like man, in that prayer is this conversation. That we're here's Daniel bringing words before God, and then here's God sending words to Daniel inside of it. And like, man, fasting has this way of positioning ourselves for words to be heard by, by God and to be word and words to be heard from God. Yeah, like that's a, that's a powerful. And I know and the Lord's power to be released. You know, power yeah. to be released. You know, G Jesus. You remember? I don't have the text at my fingertips, but we're his disciples were trying to heal a guy and, and they said, we, we <laughs> why can't we do this? Right. And Jesus said, well, this kind, that's right. This situation only comes out by prayer and fasting. Right. I, I, we either believe the Bible or we don't. Right. Right. 
So there's some things, uh, and I would just, before we pray together, Kyle, uh, I would just challenge our listeners to think, uh, do, do you need a breakthrough? Yeah. I mean, do you just need a break? Do you need a, do you personally need a breakthrough right now? Does your family need a breakthrough? Does your church need a breakthrough? Does our nation, oh my goodness, do we need a breakthrough? Well, perhaps looking in the Bible and doing what guys like Nehemiah and Daniel did mm-hmm. is the key. And that is to dedicate ourselves to seek the God of heaven Amen. and uh, and see his power released. Amen. Well, what a what a great thought today, Kyle. And I want us to pray this in. And I wonder, Kyle, if you would just pray for our listeners and with mm-hmm. our listeners today mm-hmm. and just asking them, uh, asking the Lord to give them direction about this, yeah. right. about what they should do right now. Mm-hmm. what they should do in the coming year mm-hmm. uh, and what God might be saying to them personally. So would you just pray for us yep. about that? And I we'll invite that. everybody to join us as we pray. Yeah. So let's just walk even now, if you're driving down the road or sitting in an office, let's just walk through a veil that's been torn, blood that's been spilled into the throne room of grace and mercy. Just imagine ourselves there in the presence of God. And and based out of Daniel 10, let's ask the Lord, what will it look like for you in this next season, in this next year, to set apart specific time, maybe even specific food, maybe food for a specific amount of days, or either other stuff. And just ask Him, say, Lord, what would it look like for me to fast and pray? Ask him. And then ask him to put fresh tears in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Fresh tears in your eyes for places he's put you. For people he's put you in relationship with. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help us to pray with passion mm-hmm. to give us words to give us words mm-hmm. to pray and bring before him and then let's just ask him to speak to us to let us hear words from heaven so father i thank you that your word is not something merely uh, to learn but it is something to live So I'm asking you in the name, in the strong name of Jesus, would you allow us to live Daniel 10 again? And Lord, in the ways that we need, would you move in the heavenly realms and right here on earth? So Lord, I just bless our listeners with a fresh season of prayer and fasting that changes stuff. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Kyle, thank you so much for taking us into Daniel's world. And uh, I, w- I would just add, as you were praying, you know, this this ought not to be a periodic, uh, occasional thing. It ought to be a regular discipline of our life. Do you know James Dobson 
I once heard him say that he and his wife, Shirley, fasted and prayed for their children every Friday of their life while children were in their home. And you think about that. And you think about God giving regard to mm. James and Shirley Dobson's words mm. and, then, and then unleashing his resources wow. over their children. So maybe this is more than just uh, one time. Maybe this mm. needs to become the regular discipline of our life. It's one of the means God gives us to change stuff. We're so glad you joined us today. We pray that you'll join us next week. We're going to follow up on the same thought uh, next week on the podcast. And, uh, you know, you can go on onecry.org and, and get a whole, uh, just a whole lot of material and, and go back through any of our podcasts. We have several now. And uh, it's there to just help you and help us change the world. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.